Computer, generate just the worst fucking year. G- computer, but generate a really good podcast. <laughs> are you? Are you? Are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna Whatever. Be happy. Hey everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 330-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. A Zoomer FBI agent sitting at his desk, frowning, googling who is Doug Funny. <laughs> and Jim. All cops are bastards! <laughs> Today, we cover episode 19, part 2 of Doug. And if you're following along on YouTube, this is episode 21. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 19, part two's title is Doug's Big News. He's male pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Doug. (laughs) That would be such a better episode. How how long have you been waiting to say that? Uh, Like, probably two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> finally catharsis. That didn't even feel good, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, man, I feel empty right now. Uh-huh. It's, it's like, like, it's like, I mean, yeah, dear viewer, we've we've taken a, a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, now, now finally we've watched this episode so many awful times that Sam finally gets to say that. It's not the worst episode ever, but it's definitely top five. I mean, it's... It's, it's like bad. And a- it's so bad. I mean, but the reason it's not the worst episode ever is because there's a setup and then a payoff. <laughs> there's a setup, <laughs> so there's a broken. And also the context, like it. I feel like this one is kind of uh, balancing the two sides of being a bad episode of Doug. In that, on the one hand, the moral is noxious garbage, <laughs> and on the other hand, it's also just a bad episode of TV. It's sort of a character-based episode, but there aren't characters in the show, so it's just a lot of (laughs) drivel for a long time before the setup and the payoff happens. It feels so, like, out of place. It's like a weird vignette that, like, I mean, I guess that's all of Doug, but, like, yeah. I, I don't know. It just It's just, like, a little thing that happens, and it feels like there this thing would be something that might continue on through the rest of the show, but it, it does probably not. won't. Yeah, but... <laughs> Okay, so let's get into what's going on in this episode. Uh, This episode opens with a shot of, like, Mr. Bone, and he's doing, like, a news show. He's, like, sitting at a desk, and he's on the TV in the classroom. Like, they're watching him on this TV, and he's, like, talking into a microphone, holding some papers, and he's, he's, like... Says it's my news show, and he's doing, he, like, the first part that he finishes is a feature on permanent records... So he's just like reading everybody's permanent records to the school, I guess. This is the time Doug had diarrhea in the shower. (laughs) This is the time that Patty burned down that building. And this is the time that Skunky Beaumont uh, made contact with an alien race. (laughs) Right. And so he's like, he's like doing that. And then he makes a little gag of being like, all right, back to you, Lamar. And he like runs across to the other side of his office where he has another microphone set up. And he's like, thanks, Lamar. And another camera that's being manned by, let's not worry about that. Yeah. Possible, Mr. Butt Savage. <laughs> I mean, you can't prove me wrong, so. <laughs> I mean, true. And something that like gets to me about this is, so 
as we'll see throughout this, I think this is also taped live, right? It is. It is. Somehow, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, it's closed-circuit TV, I guess. Yeah. And, like, he... So that means he has, like, a crew, but he doesn't credit the crew, because then it shows, like, the, the credits, and everything is Lamar Bone, including sodas and cookies in the credits. Yeah, that sodas and cookies in the credits is... Like, that was, like, dumb gag that occasionally some shows would do of just having some little silly joke hot hidden somewhere inside the credits. Animaniacs was big for this. They did but, good ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, this was just, okay, um, wouldn't it be weird if we actually tried to do anything funny in our credits? That would be, <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> I hate my life. I hate it. I hate it. And then, like, in 20 seconds, they, I mean, it shows, they, they immediately fuck it up because the way the class reacts to this is that they're bored but nothing mr bone did was like actually boring if you wanted to make it boring you would say just the news in a monotone you wouldn't have him running around from <laughs> camera to camera and screaming he stands yeah. the the newscast was screaming at them that's not boring that's just like what the fuck are you doing like why do you have a news program <laughs> yeah like also, like, oh, no, like, somebody just reading the news in a monotone format, like, say, I don't know, in every single school I've ever been in. Yeah. Yes, like, that's just do how, that. That's, that. That makes it relatable. <laughs> but no, instead, ah, Mr. Bone thinks he's so funny and he's doing, he's putting all this effort into trying to make this boring bullshit entertaining. Carve some joy out of the sad, <laughs> dismal iceberg that is his life. Yeah. And like, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. It's not even boring. I mean, yeah. it's, it's bad, but it's not boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tagline for this show, dear viewer. Yeah. <laughs> but it is bad and also boring. <laughs> um, but Hey, this podcast is good, actually, and people like Oh, it. definitely. This podcast is excellent in art and perfect. <laughs> but... <laughs> but uh and so doug ends this as mr bone ends his news program by yelling don't mess up which is very aggressive uh yeah and like authoritative for like the the school leader to be doing that um it, it, doug says he's like man i thought tv in class would be fun this almost makes math class seem like a good idea and not that, like, math class... He's not saying that math class is boring. He's saying that math class is a bad idea. <laughs> the concept of numbers... Well, actually, wait, hold on. This is in a world much like our own where time is sick and it is impossible <laughs> to ever achieve catharsis. Uh -huh. <laughs> but as such... Any kind of math class that you're being taught in Bluffington has to explain why time doesn't actually function. Two <laughs> plus two may, in fact, equal negative 0.5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or put the mask on, depending. This is this is an early example of where you can see the seeds of American anti-intellectualism like blossoming. Yeah. You can just be like, "Yeah, math learning's for dorks. Math sucks. This is the protagonist." Listening to the news is bad. Being TV is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 right here. Well, hold on, wait. Listening to the news almost makes you think that math is good. Unlike what we know, which, like, if you don't listen to the news, you'll be kept pure and good and honest, and know that all education is a lie to try to trap you. <laughs> right. God, well, so, it's like, 
Bone, like after Doug says this, and he says it like immediately at the end of this, and this is why I need to stress that Bone's broadcast is live, because right after Doug says this, Bone busts into the classroom, and he's like, I heard that funny. So, you don't think much of my news program, eh? And recall, this is a big school. Like, every time we zoom out of the school, it's like a multi-building campus, and there are like stairs in it that go to different floors, but Bone just like fucking... It's a multi-building campus with, by the way, three rooms in it. Right, right. There's a... Well, let's see. There's the classroom, there's uh, the bathroom, there's the metal shop. (laughs) I forgot the bathroom. Yeah, there's the classroom, there's the bathroom, there's the metal shop. And the science class. there's... Uh, there's Mr. Bones' office. Science class doesn't exist. That building burned down. Right. I, think there's, I think there's been a gym too. Maybe we haven't found the gym. Yet. I don't think we've seen the gym yet. We haven't. Though. We okay. haven't gotten to the the checkpoint bonfire at the gym. We can't join. We can't warp there. Yeah, no. There's only outside. Actually, yeah, no. Coach Spitz isn't allowed inside the school thanks to the incident. <laughs> and Coach Spitz has to stay thirty feet away from the school at all times. Yeah, that's why he got in trouble for jumping on the announcements that one time. Yeah. At all tracks <laughs> okay 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 so uh bone busts in and he's just like so you didn't think of much of my program do you well i suppose you could do better yourself and the weird thing Which is he- just the lamest comeback ever no yeah. sir i cannot <laughs> but, the, but the weirdest <laughs> thing about that is that when he says well i suppose you could do better yourself he points at wingo like he's not he's not pointing at doug who he's talking to he's just like don't mind my hand funny it just kind of does things well i think it's that he's directing it separately he's saying He's saying to Doug, he's saying, you don't think much of my program, do you? And then he looks at Wingo and he's like, what have you been teaching these kids? I suppose you could do better, couldn't you? And like, maybe he's like insulting her or something. We'll I don't note know. here. We'll note here that Doug does not get in trouble for mouthing off against the Authority <laughs> Figures TV show. He is instead rewarded with his own television program. <laughs> like also, though. The next bit, and this is just a, you can hear just the wrench as the gears shift inside the engine uh, for our Zoomer compatriots. Uh, once upon a time, you a car required a manual thing to move engine from point A to point B. And if you did it badly, the engine sounded like it was trying to jump out of the front of the car. That is what is happening here as... Wingo says, why, Mr. Bone, that's a wonderful idea. I'm sure the class can put on a great news show. And Mr. Bone, as an audience avatar, is like, wait, what? (laughs) How does any of that follow? What are you even doing here? Why are we doing a television program when we're supposed to be learning? It's school. (laughs) How hungover are you, Wingo? (laughs) Well, Wingo says that she thinks it would be a great Team building exercise. You know, it'd also be a great team building exercise. Homework. You're at school. <laughs> Learning math. <laughs> yeah. And well, Bone storms out and he says, well, go ahead and try. And everybody cheers. I don't believe in lesson plans. Just do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You've already held back Roger enough times. Why don't you just hold back everybody? Well, considering that they will be in the same class for four years, I can't really argue that point too much. Right. So, yeah, so it then cuts to, like, it uh, cuts to the title card, and then it cuts back, and, like, everyone's setting up the classroom, and they're, like, making lights out of, like, coffee cans and stuff, and just, like, 
Getting the room set up. Yeah, it's supposed to be slapdash, but then they have, like, professional microphones and a closed-circuit <laughs> recorder. Like, yeah. I, I don't, like... Oh, okay, fine. I'll just, uh-huh. I mean, like, I just... Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Remember, we know that the entire town is under observation by the national security state. That's true. As such, of course, there's directional mics everywhere. <laughs> And also recording equipment. It's just a matter of asking, like, much like how when we started this podcast, we asked the FBI if we could please have some money. <laughs> and they didn't respond. <laughs> please answer our emails, FBI, with more than just subpoenas. Please don't, actually. I've, I've had enough emails from the FBI. <laughs> also, also true. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, Jim, that, like, because the stands that they use for the microphones are shown to be, like, slapdash, like, you, like, like you're saying, Sam, like, they're taped to just, like, blocks of wood, but the microphones are fully intact, so they probably just pulled those down from the ceiling. Right, they <laughs> yeah. grab the, like, giant camera that's in the top right corner of the room. <laughs> It's like, oh, we can use that, and then did you just hear an alarm go off in the background? (laughs) Somewhere in Langley, somebody's having a very bad day explaining. So why did the usual feed of children change into a different feed of children, Tompkins? (laughs) That's the news. (laughs) They're just like, oh, this is a pretty informative show. Hang on. (laughs) Yeah, so, but Doug says... And the best part was, Patty and I were chosen to be the anchor persons. Like, okay, I get that Why? they would. Cho- I would get that they would choose Patty, right? Like, she's yeah, people, people like, like her. Patty. Outgoing, yeah. like warm, friendly, sure. Yeah, but Doug. Doug I, has anxiety. As someone with yeah. anxiety, this is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And he, the only like, sh- like he has one frame of where he's sweating, and then bam, that's it. Yeah. yeah no. I guess he had a Xanax prescription in this episode. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, actually, yeah, that is a worthwhile point. Doug is really out of character this whole episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. he engages in deception this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh-huh. so broken. It's so Yeah, weird. no. But, like, I mean, okay, maybe he gets powers because, like, he's fine. Remember how much he's fantasized about being on TV? How much he's fantasized about being a star? And this is, like, the first time, other than being on the Cowboy Kid show, this is, like, the first time he's been doing it on his terms. And that's, like, all that matters to Doug. And by his terms, we do, of course, mean that the class chose him to do this against his will. Hey, remember that time that he was chosen to do public speaking against his will and was fucking petrified? <laughs> yeah. Remember but no, that episode? That was public speaking about someone else. Now he gets to public ah, speak about himself. But it's not about himself. It's about other people. He's just playing the anchor. But in his fantasy that happens just now, he oh, makes the entire God, fucking, fucking fantasy. He makes the entire news about himself. <laughs> it's like yeah, so, yeah. Doug immediately Fuck. launches into a fantasy from this, and he go and he's like, "Oh boy, I'm a news anchor with Patty," and he fantasizes that he's like on an actual news program, and there's like a big sensational the- news. Yeah, it's called sensational news, and he uses his platform to hit on Patty. <laughs> he literally yeah. sexually harasses a co-worker on the air. On live TV! <laughs> That's his fantasy. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and in this fantasy, so it's important to note that in the real world, in the, the, the actual spot where they're co-anchors, they're sitting next to each other. They're at a spot of equal importance. But in Doug's fantasy, he's sitting at the news anchor desk, and Patty's on TV as a remote reporter. So he's putting himself above her, and then uses his position above her to ask her out. 
on TV. On live television. And she tries to brush it off as, oh, stop, you're embarrassing me. Which is the most polite, genteel way imaginable to say, fuck off. <laughs> Yeah. The funny thing is, this is like in his imagination too. He can't even like succeed here. <laughs> and, and he just and he goddamn. And he doesn't. Hey, take remember the that time hit. that NBC fired that Matt Lauer guy because it came out he'd been sexually harassing female subordinates basically nonstop. <laughs> I don't know. That popped into my head for some reason. Hey, weird. Why would that remind be reminding of you? What the? Yeah. That's so crazy. It's like it's this it, show has a relationship with women, <laughs> huh, guys? It's so bad. And, like, the worst part is, is that, like, well, there's a lot of worse parts of this fantasy. But the it gets yes. worse because as she's trying to play it off, as she's like, oh, Doug, you're embarrassing me. Doug doesn't get the fucking hint. And he goes, well, how about it, Patty? You and me, tonight. Magic. Inquiring minds want to know. Do they? Are you, do they? <laughs> Nobody wants to know. Maybe you're this is the no, news, Doug. Patty's lawyers want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Jesus. Yeah, it's such a. It, this is Sam. You've talked about this being the worst episode. This is probably the worst fantasy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm blanking on everything that's happened in my life right up until this point. <laughs> so I probably there's probably a worse fantasy, but I can't think of it right now. So I'm just yeah. gonna agree with you. Okay. Yeah, me, yeah. Honestly, me too. <laughs> the other things just like this is your start of oh, this episode's going to be morally repugnant in in addition to just being incredibly stupid. Yeah. And it's this particular angle will cease to be a thing. But this is just the amuse-bouche amuse before to be all bougie about it. Before we get to the real Jim Jenkins has some thoughts about the proper relationship to authority. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, we snap out of this fantasy to uh, Doug telling him to wake the fuck up because it's about to be go time. Because <laughs> he's just like dreaming and drooling on the table. Uh, and Patty just sitting there next to him like, oh. God, why did this happen? <laughs> did Doug rig our election for the news anchors? Uh, but yeah, so the show, I, they're getting ready for the show. Uh, and they like do kind of an intro bit. The show is called The News at Noon. Uh, and again, this is also shown to be live after episode, after like things that happen later in the episode. This is like demonstrably shown to be a live recording. So do they just like skip lunch or do they skip class or i guess recess like are they when are they they're doing this at noon right i, I believe the answer is that time is sick and they have lunch beforehand <laughs> or and also afterward but like okay are they skipping class or are they skipping recess oh they're absolutely skipping class that's not a question <laughs> okay wingo is that not interested in grading papers wingo's not interested in handing out homework wingo's just saying yeah do this i'm gonna go have a nap right but also, everyone else in the entire school is skipping class, because everyone is forced to watch this, right? That rules. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I, that was my first question, is like, who the fuck is watching this? But as we see later on, like, Doug and Patty become minor celebrities, which turns Roger into the villain, even though they established Bone as the first villain. Yeah. So they just, like, swerve in the middle of the episode. <laughs> 
Yeah. I will point out that the part in the intro with the small children just doing that beep, 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 beep thing, that rules. Yeah. I did like that. That was a, a fun gag. It's a solid intro. It's like very PBS where they're yeah. like putting they're like putting letters onto the, onto the blackboard to spell out news at noon with a little like, you know, time uh time hands clock hands on the uh on the o's like it's pretty good that's like the best part yeah. of this episode live from mrs wingo's class it's the news at noon yeah somebody had some fun with okay let's do a kid's version of a tv show yeah thank you sole person who got any creative satisfaction out of doug <laughs> Hey, and then there's us. We get creative satisfaction out of Doug. Yes, but what we're creating is something dark and horrible, Good. whereas they were at least trying to create something that would... They were trying to find a flicker of light in the darkness that was Jim Jenkins' psychosexual nightmare world, whereas we have a far better, more powerful psychosexual nightmare world. <laughs> that we're, we're trying to find some brightness in it, in a manner of speaking, in the For darkness. For example, the beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in hell. <laughs> oh God! It's like uh, on the 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 music episode when we had Talion, and it was like uh, it was saying um, that the that the best part of Doug's song was the doo doo doos. Yeah, and the, the best part of this episode is the peepity peep peeps. Beginning to think we're just easily amused by mouth noises. <laughs> Which, Which is, dog should be a good like a good show for us, but nope, nah, nope. Again, like we consistently say that the best part of Doug is the music, except for that one song, right? Yes. <laughs> like, and this is again, this is the music, this is the mouth noise, the beepity beep beeps. Yeah, this is like art. Yeah, <laughs> the sound design is all right. Shame about the rest. Yeah. Oh, man. But, okay, so then we go to, like, actually the news desk, right? And it shows it, like, is on Doug, and then the camera... There's this weird shot that I noticed where the camera tries to pan off Doug over to Patty, and Doug, like, sticks his head back in the frame and, like, waves the shot to come back to him. He's like, no, don't leave me. (laughs) Me on camera. Me, the small... The star. I want it. Give me. It's so weird. And he's like, and he's like, it shows like an offended face on him that they would dare point the camera on. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, and then we show like our correspondence. It shows the Skeeters doing the weather and Chalky's doing sports and BB is doing the shopping reporting. And then we also have a few minutes with Roger Klotz. Why does the bully get a segment? I, they can okay. choose who has a segment. Why does the bully get the segment? He's 13 years old. Okay, but, okay, there's a thing about the show title A Few Minutes with Roger Klotz and what he does with it. Roger's fucking Infowars. Oh, no, I have to help you on this one because I unfortunately know exactly what Roger's taking his thing from. Really? Infowars took the formula and ran with it. But the actual thing that Jim Jenkins is referencing here is, like, maybe my esteemed co-host can help me with it, but... There was a part of news broadcasts on CBS where an old guy just rambled about something that annoyed him. <laughs> Chris like, Matthews? So, not Chris Matthews, sadly. Uh, 
Andy Rooney, I want to say, was the guy's name. Okay. But, like, he just did this periodic show on CBS where he just rambled about something that was some random tiny fraction of existing in the world or with pop culture or just a thing that would cause him to be gripey and would allow him to do a bit of a speech on the subject. This is, of course, completely unknown to our viewers today, where it is only 20% of all content on YouTube. <laughs> but, is, so is something like that, is that what led to, like, Alex Jones and Glenn Beck and assholes like that? It's absolutely, they were an outgrowth of, they saw that Andy Rooney had succeeded with this, con like, right-wing radio is more what Glenn Beck and Alex Jones came out of. That was its own thing. The TV broadcaster part of it, that was... Oh, God. Like, actually, the thing that I most recall that this is the family guy take on it, which struck me as how does anybody know what this is a reference to, where very briefly, our illustrious protagonist, the family guy himself, was on the TV with a segment called, you know what really grinds my gears? Right. Like, yeah. it's that whole thing. And the part of the appeal was that the thing that was being complained about was just so fucking inane. Nobody right. cared. <laughs> Dumb assholes yelling makes great content. See the show. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what that's what people always say is like the thing that a lot of people tune into like various shows for is like um, that's why the whole fucking React business exists, right? Yep. That's why those guys tried to trademark the term React is because people are starved for emotional responses. Yep. <laughs> and so, hey, here's something that you may have had a feeling like this once before. Here, let's watch this person have that feeling for you. That's so weird to think about, but I mean, I guess that's but also... At least it it also means that, thank God, we can't be blamed for this one. The Gen Xers got there first. <laughs> so I guess they did invent something that we were able to cannibalize and turn into something good. That being the funny papers, please like and subscribe. That is correct. We will show some honor to our, to our predecessors insofar as... They invented the art form. We merely perfected it. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we, we are merely the uh, perfect iteration of all of this. We God. are the evolution. We are the end point of evolution. It's us. <laughs> this, this, we haven't said it yet in this episode, but I feel con uh, compelled to say parody parody right now. <laughs> <laughs> God, but in relation to us, Jesus. Anyway... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is what we find are the, like, basically the news correspondence on this show. Uh, and then we go in with Patty saying what the top's report of today is, and it is that somebody barfed in the cafeteria today. Uh, which, cool. But the weird thing about this is right after she says that, Doug just fades off into his own mind and starts thinking about stuff, right? Like, he's not paying attention at all to her while... Oh, while... no, I just realized why he's up there. Why? You need to have a white guy on the front of the show. Ah! Uh... That's it. That's the only thing Doug provides. Ah, uh, no. They don't have him say anything. They don't have him do anything. Patty's the one who actually has to do all the work. They've only got the one white kid in class, and if it's an, it's not a news show, if there's not one of them up front. Oh I? God, I hate that you're probably right. I hate that so much. 
God, uh, you're welcome. I thought that this might be like a parody of the 24-7 news cycle, but then I remember this is 1991. It hasn't happened yet. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So is- I don't know why. I don't, like, they're just, I guess that's the, the joke is that somebody barfed. Somebody made pukey. <laughs> ripping on the 10 p.m. news. Like, pe- yeah. most of the jokes were about, like, even back before the 24-hour news cycle, there were a ton of dumb cracks about, huh, amazing how there's always exactly enough news to fill up an hour of news reporting at the end of the day. And then some psychopath decided that, hey, what if we tried to make there be enough news to fit into 24 hours? God, I almost forgot there was a world that existed before the 24-hour news cycle. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it was part of what made time sick. Kinda, yeah. Jesus. Ugh. Well... Okay, but then something very weird happens in this episode, because as Doug is fantasizing about something else, because he only needs to be there as a figurehead and, like, doesn't actually provide anything to the news reporting, um, Patty is giving the rest of the report, and I I listen to this part a bunch of times, because she actually gives a report, uh, but it's really hard to hear over Doug's fucking thinking. Um, Huh. And subtext. What? Yeah, exactly. And all I could make out that she said was, and speaking of barf, this investigative reporter finds the secret ingredient in, and then it cuts off. Yeah. <laughs> and so this like, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like, did they find something that makes people barf when they eat it, and they're like trying to give it up, but then they're like, no, we can't show this. That's not the important part. Yeah. <laughs> that we had to make the pukey joke. It's yes. really funny that I liked. And then and then we're about to do a two-minute sequence that I can't believe I've had to watch like six times. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it shows uh, Chalky doing uh, sports reporting on a bunch of kids chasing a ball. Uh, and then it shows Skeeter doing a weather reporting where he lies and says that it's raining and sunny when he's just standing in front of a sprinkler. Uh, <laughs> really good shit. Really good, plus. good joke. <laughs> And then it shows BB, who's running the show Consumer Quarter, in which she's telling people what to buy her for her birthday. And she's got also, like, professional grade, uh, like, they had the Consumer Corner, like, uh, backdrop ready for her already. I just have to assume that's where she sits in class. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, one, like, she just lists off, like, what she wants for her birthday, right? Yeah. And then one of the things that she lists off is a visit to a private island. Now, uh, I think... I'm going to regret bringing this up, but that's <laughs> off my Epstein trigger really bad. And especially because like she says... Sh- like a rich she- child going to a private island. Yeah, and yeah. especially because she says a private, <sighs> island, a private island that I own. Yeah. <laughs> I want my own island. <sighs> Dad's island's a little weird. Oh, no. <laughs> that's true. I didn't think about that. God damn it. Yeah. I had to latch Ugh. on. I had to latch on to something because this, this like this character work they're doing, it's just dreadful, <laughs> just absolutely like, awful. The, the best watch. part is that at in response to the consumer corner stuff, Bone just says, "This isn't news. This is nonsense. I'm not gonna sit and watch this drivel." And turns off the TV. <laughs> yeah. Same. Hey, yeah, good, good. He's right. You should, yeah, you should not be doing this during class time. Yeah, you should not be telling people what to buy you for your birthday and also lie to them about the weather outside. <laughs> Real good use of class time. God, yeah, Bone is right. Like, 
It, maybe his show wasn't the best, but at least it wasn't taking all of class to produce. All of class to produce a rich girl telling you, hey, get me birthday presents. Yeah. I mean, uh, who doesn't want prezzies? <laughs> yeah, it, and that show, later it shows that Mr. Bone also wants prezzies. So uh-huh. I guess, uh-huh. it, whatever. Okay. Uh, so then it cuts to Roger's corner where uh, he... He holds up a sign that says gripe time with Roger, and it kind of owns because the G in gripe time is shaped like Roger's mouth. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> love that. Um, but yeah, he does like he does like a tribute where he's like, You know what gripes me? Homework. Homework and tests. And teachers calling on you when you're trying to take a nap. Ever wonder why they do that? That really gripes me. He's saying it's old school. Hey, he's right. <laughs> yeah, he says what we're all this. thinking. I have shared this emotional resonance that he is currently putting out, and that makes him my friend. Yeah. He should be the star of the show. <laughs> yeah, man, Roger, you you really tell it like it is, Roger. Like, <laughs> the only know. way this could be more about YouTube is if it was followed by a video of Mickey Mouse and Spider-Man getting married and then poisoned by the Joker. <laughs> well, that might happen. We don't see the whole show. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God, no. Next up is Doug's actual consulting bit, and it's a cartoon he's done. Yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Cartoon yeah. corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why doesn't Doug have an art That would have been so much better, actually. Yeah. That would have actually tied into a talent Doug has. He would have done something. God, that's a good point. Yeah, they should have had Cartoon Corner. Kitty Roundup with Doug. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and have man. a bunch of drawings of Flapjack the Clown in various <laughs> states of being hogtied. <laughs> Like, it, it does, like, a, a a shot of, like, the reaction shot of the rest of the school, and everyone's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is horrified except Skeeter, who's just, like, trying to pretend he's horrified, but he's extremely turned on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, he's like, oh man, this is, boy, I, I, this is my show. I love telling that the class sucks. But, and he's doing his InfoWars bit, whatever. Um, and then we cut back to the front desk, and they're saying, and tomorrow we have a surprise tribute to the inspiration for this show. <laughs> Lombard Bone come tribute. <laughs> <laughs> no. We all knew it was coming. No, that one, that one did feel good it. to do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting better, Sam? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so uh so then uh right after they finish uh bone again busts into the classroom <laughs> he's been you people have a lot to learn and then immediately turns around and leaves yeah doesn't even, doesn't even shut it off it's just like well i'm gonna have a critique for you <laughs> six six eleven year olds <laughs> 11-year-olds who have never done a news show before and somehow were able to coordinate anything. Like, for 11-year-olds that have never done television production, it it probably wasn't bad. I mean, yeah. It's, they're tiny babies. And and it does show that Connie is the showrunner. Uh, and that means that Connie's doing the best job out of the crew, right? Uh-huh, like, yeah. the showrunning is pretty Correct. good. Correct. I mean, it didn't, they didn't fuck it up too much, so. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, so Bone is like, yeah, you guys suck, whatever. Uh, and then it shows Doug and Patty, and they're leaving the school. Uh, and apparently there's a bunch of kids who saw them on TV and rushed them, and they're like, Look, here they are! We saw you on TV! Huh? So yeah, I, I guess they force everyone in the school to watch this. I guess, sure, why not? I mean, they're just like, we have to skip recess to watch BB <laughs> spout off her shopping list for a, yeah. bit that goes, a bit that goes on until the heat death of the universe. Yeah. So much of this requires suspension of disbelief. Like, uh-huh. every individual step, they add another detail that makes you just be like, okay, just take it on faith, would you? We've got our conceit. Like, trust right. us, we're going somewhere with this. They never go anywhere with it. <laughs> So anyway, Roger gets jealous that they're th- that he's not the star, and he's like, "Oh man, uh, well I should be the star." And so it cuts from there to the next day when Roger is doing his bit on the show. So I guess they're doing the show every day, and Roger's doing his own bit. But now he's at the front desk. He's the one who's like, in, they they don't put him in the corner. They put him at the front desk for some reason, and he's like griping that people don't respect their superiors, like Mister Bone. Hey, hey, here's an idea. Turn the camera off! <laughs> you don't have to film him! Uh-huh. And, like, like even that... as a child, I'd be like, why the fuck are they working? Because like, you see the production crew doing work. Yeah. Yeah, and Doug and Patty are both standing to the side and, like, glaring at him that he, like, yeah. was able to be in their spot. Like, they comment, like, like, he, like Roger's taking credit for the fact there's tribute being prepared, and the thing that has Doug and Patty upset is he didn't make that tribute. We did. They agreed that their place was to prostrate themselves before God <laughs> in the hopes of avoiding divine retribution. But they're pissed at Roger for taking credit for doing so. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the problem here. The problem is not that authority is capricious and will get rid of you if you don't properly suck its dink. But the problem is, what if someone else takes credit for my excellent work at dink sucking? <laughs> the only way to negotiate with authority is to flatter it. Yeah. Just immediately prostrate yourself before it in absolute fucking reverence and the only thing you can do wrong is steal someone else's attempt to do so. That's what they're saying. Like, Roger literally says, You know what gripes me? People who don't respect their superiors. Yeah, superiors like Assistant Principal Lamar Bone. Huh? What's Roger up to? Sure, he's strict, but somebody's gotta enforce the rules. Call me old-fashioned, but without Mr. Bone, I'd be lost. Oh man, like they're just they're just doing that. They're using class time to just like suck up to authority and I don't know, man. It's it's weird. a bone come tribute. Kinda. Yeah. Unfortunately you're not entirely wrong. As a side note for our beloved audience, every other nation in the world thinks the Pledge of Allegiance is intensely fucking creepy. Oh no. Like hearing that Oh, like, if you heard that, oh, yeah, in this country, they make kids stand up at the start of every day and pledge their undying devotion to the flag of their nation. That sounds like some North Korea shit, yeah? <sighs> it's weird when you realize that, oh, right, we do that. 
Yeah, that is true. Well, as they do that, they show Roger shows the tribute video that he has created, even though he hasn't, but he says he has. Uh, and basically, it's like, it's weird because the trivia video, it shows just like a nude ass baby bone. Like it shows like this nude baby. It shows his butt. FBI. And where exactly they had access to pictures <laughs> of a nude bone. Let's not ask questions. Yeah. But, but the thing is, that's literally the entire tribute because it shows that picture and then it huh. shows the class reaction and they're like, like most of them are like frowning, but Roger's goons are giggling. And then it like shows Bones standing in front of the American flag saluting and being, and they're like, yeah, Mr. Well, Bones. Well, it's not the American flag though. It's a different flag. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's weirdly, Pat, the colors are wrong. That's great. Like Mr. Bone has his own flag for no apparent reason. <laughs> well, it's the flag to the city maybe because it's like Mr. Bluff's school, right? He owns the school. It's not the face of Mr. Bluff over an iron fist. <laughs> right. It's not an Illuminati triangle. Hey, uh, where where is Mrs. Wingo and all this? She's just standing to the side. She's like, "Oh, well, I guess I got to wait for the plot to go to, to develop." <laughs> Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Wingo's just sort of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think it shows in the, sh- the like the class painting shot. It just shows her watching with her hand over her mouth. Like, <laughs> She's just like, oh my. <laughs> Roger can probably like, like take authority from her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, and uh, Roger's assertive. <laughs> <laughs> like. She's failed this kid three times, and he just says, hey, can I present the show for uh, reasons? And Wingo's like, yeah, sure, why not? And she takes another swig of her flask. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so it's like, basically, it's like a two-shot video of nude bone and also of bone in front of some flag. Yeah, and it's, it just says... Is Mr. Bone a mere man or mammoth myth? Nude bone, flag, end. That's it. That's it. But but from that, Bone is like weeping in his office. He's like, it's really beautiful. He's like, he's like I was such a handsome baby. <laughs> I had such a good butt. Yeah, it's FBI, just fucking anyway. full ass. Yeah, it's a fucking FBI video. It kind it's a of fucking is. FBI honeypot video. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, I'm uh, I'm recording, I'm talking about it on the the internet. never goes away. Right. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Doug shoves Roger out of the way at at the end of the video uh, and doesn't address this at all. He's like, well, that happened. Uh, And then he is handed a set of cue cards by a green hand. (laughs) Uh, And... (laughs) We know the three green-skinned people in the class are Roger, Connie, and Chalky. Connie is busy sitting running the show. Chalky's just standing around in the back. So he just took cue cards from Roger, I guess? He did. Why would he not take cue cards from Roger? It's not like Roger's been established as a source of deceit. Right. (laughs) Or a source of daddy. Also, like, Bone goes... Hmm, maybe I've misjudged that Klotz boy. He's got a lot on the ball. Which I thought, well, you failed him twice, but maybe (laughs) this is like the second day of school. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Remember that time that you caught him stealing your the trophy that is your icon and told him to be projected into this world and in response condemned him to polishing trophies all night? Wink, wink. Maybe, oh, no. maybe that happens after this. 
Maybe. Yeah, I think we have to assume that. Yeah, maybe Doug didn't have stage fright until after this episode, right? Maybe. Like, maybe this is what developed stage fright for him because he hadn't had the bad experience that he's just about to have right now, right? And then well, last time that, I did this, it ended really badly for me because somebody gave me a cue card that said, well... What does it say, Mike? <laughs> it says, in other news, Mr. Bone wears pink underwear. And the rest of the page is just like this crazy cipher of like runes. Allow <laughs> me. Like, Great. Strutrick oh, 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 7H, Lean, with it 7M1CN, 121CN, Uhu Uzdekurf, Inst Ekskutkutsuis, Os Silachi, Hanik is 7TC, Kishk. Don't play this episode backwards. <laughs> God. Yeah. And like, so he just has the, like, Doug looks at this. He's like, what the fuck? And like, as he's saying that, Mr. Bone spits his coffee out onto the TV and he's like, what? Oh, they recited where? my name. How dare they? <laughs> that was my secret code. <laughs> Doug is this close to being the ruler of this realm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, alas, uh, he is actually only mad about the wears pink underwear part. Was that yeah. even bad in the '90s? I know this is a very 2020 question, but like, why is that so? I think that's the closest. Is it you a can joke? Get... Are I... they going for a joke here? Is it just yeah. like, oh, this is so inoffensive that you, one, it's, it's funny? a joke, and two, I think the gay subtext is there. Yeah. Like, Little light in the trousers, I believe, is the old-timey way of saying this guy's probably gay. That's what I thought, but I was just like, ah. It just seems... It's very scandalous, apparently. Pink is for girls, not boys. Uh, Uh, As Coach Spitz can assure us. Yeah, it's very dumb. Let's Uh, ask Coach Spitz's opinion about underwear. I'm sure we'll learn a bunch of very important things. Anyway, uh... (laughs) So, uh, yeah, then a, another green hand hands cue cards to Patty that she reads verbatim, saying that Doug needs to immediately report to Mr. Bone's office, and also... Oh, and this just in. Everybody's off the show except for Roger and Mr. Bone. <laughs> That's showbiz. That tells us that everything up to this point was set up, and this episode feels weirdly busy for that fact, because everything up to this point has been, okay, we need you to assume that one, they started a TV show, two, Doug and Patty are real big in the TV show, three, Mr. Bone is ambivalent about the TV show, four, with all this established, Roger then claims credit for sucking up to Mr. Bone, so only he can do the TV show. They've gone to incredible lengths to get you to this point, and your reaction is, so? (laughs) So what? Now you don't have to do this shit anymore. Yeah, like, Uh, oh no, we are back to exactly where we were at the start of the show, there's a news TV show that nobody really cares about. Well, maybe they've been doing this for like two months at this point. Maybe this isn't the literal second episode of the show. <laughs> Who knows? Time is fucked. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. But so anyway, 
Of course, Mr. Bone immediately busts into the room. He says, Mr. Funny, you're gonna learn a few things about a journalist's responsibility. Remember, kids, that's never journalistically report anything that makes authority look bad. Yeah, <laughs> because he's like, because Doug, Doug in this moment is like, oh, I didn't even know you did wear pink underwear. And Mr. Bone's like, I didn't, I didn't, I swear I don't, I didn't, right? And he sounds like, weirdly like hyper defensive yeah hyper defensive and he's like yeah and you're gonna write it on this chalkboard five thousand times also mike it is necessary that you make the drawing for this episode based on the following image (laughs) yeah that's a good point uh doug is then drawing on the writing on the chalkboard and he imagines that he has to do it for 60 years and it shows like him at the end of it, and he's like an old man, Doug. He looks like, like a testicle with a mustache. It's so great. <laughs> and he's written it so many times, and he's written it over the span of like 40 feet. He takes 60 years to do it. Doug may not be literate. Yeah, it took him, it took him the first uh, 40 years to learn how to write it. And then, like, old Bone, who's in a wheelchair, flips the back blackboard around. He's like, you know how to write it on the other side. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, no. Fucking yeah. owned, scrub. <laughs> kind of. Get also, wrecked. It, but also, I, like, kind of love that Doug imagines that, like, this is his life now. Like, all right, well, this is all I'm going to do for the Guess rest I of my life. Guess I shower at the school now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess my parents don't care that I never came home for 60 years. I mean, he's right. Yeah, he's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> but, alright, so then it cuts to like now Roger and Bone are doing the show from Bone's uh, office. And that's it for the news. Remember, a sharpened number two pencil is always your friend. You got a point there, Mr. Bone. <laughs> Before this episode, Roger hated Mr. Bone. Now he's doing a a news program with him. (laughs) I mean, really good motivation. And then, like, Patty comments a little bit later, he's just doing this so he can get rid of Mr. Bone? What? (laughs) What? Uh, How is he going to do that? Yeah. Is he going to fucking murder him? (laughs) He's going to trick him out of being on the news program? He's going to hand him cue cards that say Mr. Butt Savage wears pink underwear? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Roger, this is untenable, says Mr. Butt Savage. You're now assistant principal. (laughs) That's how this works. Yeah, you've entered the line of succession as the assistant principal. Like, oh my god. This doesn't make any fucking sense on any level. Yeah. Well, this is why I said, this is why I thought initially this would be the worst one yet, but they did have a setup in terms of the pink underwear. Yeah. Right. Also, the bit about he's just buttering up Mr. Bone so he can have his own show. Yeah. That was your plan. That yeah. was the reason you did the fucking tribute. Why is it bad now? <laughs> That's true. That was their plan. How dare he do the thing we did? They're just pissed that Mr. That Roger got the credit for it still. Yeah, how God. dare you? 
out how dare you out suck up us <laughs> nobody out sucks this crew yeah well so then they're like hey well, what if we suck up to Mr. Bone too? What if we give him a that thing we already did? <laughs> what if we give him a present or something? And they're like, oh, Patty's like, oh man, but if we did that, then Roger would just take credit for it. And Doug was like, yeah, oh, but yeah, let's do that. Look, and well, by like, the way, that's absolutely pure Doug brain. Well, we could try to do something. But outside forces would probably just stop us, so let's not. Yeah, but but Doug says let's do it and use that that Doug brain, the outside forces, to our advantage, which is like weirdly meta for Doug. Yeah. Right? And he like yeah, he like makes this decision. They like set this up that what they're gonna do is they're gonna get him a bad gift and Roger's gonna steal it from them and they're gonna be like, oh no, don't do that. But yeah, so like Doug is like using deception, like you say, Sam. It's like very strange of it's Doug. The first to time, I think. This yeah. is actually, incidentally, this is the first thing Doug has done this episode. Aside <laughs> from, aside from, of course, fantasizing about using his power to uh, sexually harass Patty Mayonnaise. Right, and also reading cue cards that were just given to him because authority gave it to him. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, anyway, uh, Doug, Roger, like, steals the present from Doug, and he's like, I'll give it to him live on air. Here's a token of my appreciation for all you've taught me about journalism. A present? For me? What is it? Well, how should I know? Well, I mean, why don't you open it and find out? Here it comes. Here Here it comes. comes. a bundle, but what's money when my favorite authority figure is concerned? Nothing going on here. Oh... The payoff's almost here, guys. It's almost here. Something's here. He unwraps the present, and inside, oh no, it's pink underwear. Hooray! There was a setup and a payoff. Sort of. <laughs> the so- setup happened seven minutes into the 11 minute episode, but who cares? They did it. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> And so, like, Roger gets yelled at on air, and which is definitely, like, evidence against Bone, right? He's just, like, fucking screaming at Roger for, like, a very innocuous act. Yeah. Also, like, he says, is this your idea of a joke, Mr. Klotz? And Roger responds with a squeal. <laughs> and from there, it just transitions to, like, Doug narrating about... And then Mrs. Wingo sobered up and told Mr. Bone that we were always his loyal servants. Yeah, this is like a fucking week after Roger took the class, like took the news report, maybe. Mrs. Wingo just decided, like, the plot needed Mrs. Wingo to start existing again, and so she materialized. (laughs) Right. And so there, yeah, it's just like Mrs. Wingo didn't want to do anything, because, yeah, she's just fucking hung over this whole time until now. She's like, all right, well... Maybe I should do something and tells him that, that, oh man, well it was really all these kids sucking up to you all along. And that's making Bone cry again because he's remembering the video of his nude ass. Yeah, and how wonderful it was. Remember back when this guy was the rule meister? (laughs) Kind of. Remember back when he was a source of stupid and pointless rules that the right thing to do was to ignore? Not, of course, because they were stupid and pointless, but because they started to impact him. Well, again, 
maybe this episode take that episode takes place after this episode because it shows it cuts to there now Mr. Bone is doing this uh, is like a co-anchor with Doug and Patty and Bone is doing a special segment called Crime and Punishment. So maybe this is the moment where Bone uh got his fascination for the rules. Like he he was like man rules are awesome because I'm doing a report on them, right? All right, I could sort of see that working because uh, the rules are good right now because they are being enforced on Roger. Back when the rules for not saying, not accusing the vice principal of being gay were being enforced on Doug, the rules were bad. But now that they are being applied to somebody of lesser social status, they are good. Oh, Oh, God. Welcome to the 1990s. Power dynamics, baby. Oh, boy, the 1990s. Boy, things sure have changed since then, I wish. Yeah, definitely. God, yeah. It's it's so messed up because also, like, in this, there's, like, Bone's special segment is called Crime and Punishment, and it's just a videotaping of Roger writing that stuff on the board that Doug was writing on the board that, that Mr. Bone doesn't wear pink underpants. And Roger's like, What is this, the prison channel? And, like, A, Roger's right, and B, this is a fucked up station, right? Yep. <laughs> like, they're, it's like fucking, they're watching people get punished for fun. Like, it's like, god damn. When did it's cops come out? <laughs> the it's show? The 90s. Yeah, it's the 90s. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, that was the start of a whole bunch of, there's some nice term. Ah, yes, that was it. Punishment porn. Just this entire genre of TV shows about how cool it was to watch cops beating up on people. And, of course, because the cops had editing rights. Did they really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Those are the conditions. The police departments had full editing rights for it. So, uh, as a result, everything was always shown to put the cops in the best possible light. And the people who they were going after as uh, irredeemable demons who uh, these nice officers are keeping the world safe from. Shit, I never, God, that's a good point. I never really thought about how, like, the media, like, portrayal of shows like Cops have led to, like, the real fucking bad shit that's been happening, especially lately. God, we have an extra bonus level of commentary by Jim fucking Jenkins that, of course, the only people who would think there was something wrong with that are the people who've done something wrong. Oh, Only God. Roger could think that it's fucked up that you have a TV show in the middle of the school day devoted to looking at how bad a time the kids in detention are having. God damn. Yeah, please take... Stop every- being topical, Jenkins. I'm not appreciating it. Seriously, it keeps <laughs> happening. Like, please, everyone, condemn police brutality and reject systemic racism that's prevalent in society like god damn like this show is too topical sometimes even though it's made in the 90s it's almost like very little has changed since then which is something that thankfully people are trying to change now and uh, god willing actually will yeah uh, well, to end this, uh, on this a, is the last that, On scene. that bright note. <laughs> Let me end it on a slightly brighter note that I liked it that Roger was writing Mr. Bone as M-Bone. <laughs> he was M-Bone. <laughs> so he was tipping his fedora as he wrote M-Bone. <laughs> uh, 
Also, there's weirdly ominous end music, and I'm not sure what that's about. Oh, that was, well, that was the music. That was Percy's theme song from the last episode. Yeah, but that is actually very appropriate to be right after the uh, the the scene of Roger getting punished on live TV. Yeah. God. Yeah. Okay. So that's the end of the episode, guys. <laughs> so we've done this bit before, and I'm going to do it again. Yeah. What's the moral? Ah. <sighs> well, pardon. Me. What's the moral that Jim Jenkins is trying for? I think it's that it's fun to do the news and like you can do the you're allowed to do the news if you were properly subservient to authority. <laughs> boot boot tastes good. <laughs> boot tastes good if you lick the boot properly enough, it will descend on someone who is not you. Is I th- that's absolutely the functional moral, but what like what Jim Jenkins was going for? Was that it? I I don't know cuz like that's uh, maybe it's just that like it, it's ba- don't lie don't lie about the things you did. That's yeah. probably it. Maybe yeah, it's d- that. Don't like, lie about the things But then the hero lies to get the lie in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Lying is only good in retribution. <laughs> don't take credit for other people's work? Question mark. Oh god. That's probably it. I mean I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah. Don't it's... be jealous of other people's fame. It's not my Jim Jenkins fault that I'm now a Doug magnate. Doing TV shows is fun. <laughs> Show know. business is a cutthroat enterprise where Maybe people that. you thought were your friends will turn on you in an instant. That's it. I think that's it. And specifically the news. <laughs> but yeah. they didn't think Roger was a friend. But they kind of did. They gave him a fucking show. I know. He's (laughs) the bully, though. They shouldn't have done anything with Roger. Roger should probably be in detention. Maybe this, again, maybe this is because this is like one of the early episodes in terms of the timeline, so they don't fully know that he's a bully yet. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's an early episode in terms of the timeline, by which we mean it's earlier than the very first fucking episode. (laughs) (laughs) True. Well, they didn't know he was a bully then. Maybe, I don't know. Yes, they did. Okay. They saw it immediately. That was established the first goddamn second. Yeah. Fine, In either okay. of the first episodes. There are two separate first episodes <laughs> because time is sick. Good. Good. All right. Well, now that we're more confused and we have some idea of what the moral might be. Oh, man. Do you guys have anything else or should we just cut this here? Uh, what if... It, you know how everyone in Bluffington has, like, weird skin colors? Yeah. What if they just had, like, normal flesh-colored penises? <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut this here. Thanks, thanks for joining us, We're going to have a very animated discussion over the next half hour on this subject. No. Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Funny Papers. Then what we'll does see. Uncle Happy's look like, huh, Sam? We'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> it's bright red. <laughs> Bye.